This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where we talk about what it's like to be a Christian Monday through Saturday, to live as a person of faith and a culture against faith. So let's talk about community one last time. For the last time, at least for well, a series. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about community again. It's going to come up on this podcast. Well, yeah, it comes in up other in other areas. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Not a breath. Um, <laughs> Clayton just ran upstairs. Yeah. Um, we love the idea of true, genuine Christian community. Mm-hmm. Um, we do our best to embody that and who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically what I've got to say, right? We, we've walked you guys through it um, this far. Y'all know how important it is to us. You know what it means to us. Um, and that's what we try to do. And we try to give you guys space to do that as well. One way we try to do that is in our community groups. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I got to say. Yeah, I think for me, we spent a lot of time like trying to debunk the whole like, the actual building is the community kind of thing. Uh, well, no, not just that, but like just in like the culture realm that like mm-hmm. podcast communities are real communities. Right. Like just because you call it a community is not a community. Right. Um, and that's, that's what I think. Like if I could just pour my heart out, I don't, I love every one of our listeners. Absolutely. To every one of our podcasts. I mean, at this point, we've reached over a thousand unique individuals. Yeah. I haven't looked at the exact numbers in a while, but like we've got a ton of unique individuals that we've been able to reach. Reach. Yeah. I don't like that I don't know all of them. Yeah. Um, I agree. I wish there was a way for us to get everybody in a room together or um, or get them more engaged in other ways right. and like cuz community is definitely done at intervals right at this distance the listener to a podcast this is a safe community yep cuz you take what you want out of it you disregard what's left yeah but with every level of a new experience of community comes a new level of vulnerability. That's right. So there's a big jump for any person from listening to our podcasts and then say, following us on Instagram. Yeah. There's another big jump from just following us on Instagram to DMing us. Yeah. And yet again, there's another big jump from DMing us on Instagram and showing up to a gathering. Yeah. But each one of those opens us to a new level of vulnerability and therefore a new experience of genuine community. You're never going to have genuine community if it's if you can't be vulnerable. That's right. And that's with anything. If you can't be vulnerable to some extent, you're going to be lonely. Be real. Be relational. That's the deal. You have to be able to be vulnerable 
to have genuine community, to have genuine relationships at all. Yeah, that's the deal. Genuine relationships at all. Yeah, not outside of whatever your community is, right, and whatever that looks like, even if it's just with your partner. Yeah. Right? Vulnerability is the start to healthy relationships. Yeah. Um, and that's on both sides. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, everyone in the community has to be vulnerable. Yeah, and so the way I like to think about it is – it's our job to make sure that when you walk into a well, that it is a safe place where you can be real and you will be relational. But it's still your job, listener, to come up with the courage mm. to be vulnerable and take that step. Yeah. We can create the environment for you. But you still have to be the one to engage in that environment. You still have to be the one to offer up. You still have to be the one to follow us on Instagram. You still have to be the one to send us a DM. You still have to be the one to email us. You still have to be the one to ask. I mean, once again, I guess people, you know, people don't realize this when they text us or email me or whatever. But like we we host our gatherings in homes. I don't, we don't really have the availability to just put addresses up on our website about where you could f- attend where a gathering. Yeah. We've got to equally protect, you know, our these well yeah, and yeah. and their families. So that's why we have contact us forms. Like you have to contact us in order for us to put you in touch with a well that's yep. near you because we can't just publish where they're at because they're in people's homes. Right. But that also is a safeguard for the community because I wouldn't want some random person that has ill intentions showing up trying to ruin the community. Exactly. And so we've done a lot of steps to make sure that we can guard and maintain our culture of being real and being relational. But all that means is the ball's now in your court. If you want, if you get value out of what we do from an information standpoint, can you imagine what you'll get from a transformation standpoint? But I think this is, and I think COVID helped us with this a little bit, and I think we were already headed there. But once again, like we talked about, I think the reason people love the podcast communities is because I can feel like I'm a part of something on my own time schedule. Yeah, right. I don't have to reconfigure my life to be a part of this. Yep. It's also true for Wellhouse. You don't have to reconfigure your life to be a part of us. That's one of the reasons we designed it this way. But if we don't know you exist, if you don't tell us how we can help serve you in this community, if you don't engage with us, on social media or Instagram or email or whatever, Facebook, we don't know. Yeah. And we're not saying this to, to make you feel bad or anything like that's not what this is. We're saying that we want to be there for you, that we want to help you, but you got to tell us how. Yeah. I mean, we have at this point, we have more people engaged in, online experiences only yeah. than we do in all of our in-person experiences. Yeah. Which is 
kind of to be expected a little bit. What is just because of the nature of what we do. But at the same point, like I said, I really wish that I could know and be in community with all of these people. Oh, absolutely. Now also know, like it's not lost on me. If you, if you didn't know this, like more than 30% of our views, it's like 33 or 34%, almost a third of our views come from one place, India. Every single time. And we've gotten a couple emails from some people in the Middle East that listen and things. And so we we know that you guys are over there. But even then, I feel like they're more of our community than some of these people that are local to us because yeah. they've taken that step of vulnerability and they've engaged. Right. I keep coming back to it, but like genuine community is found at levels that the level of vulnerability that you're willing to put forward yeah. will match the level of community that you yield. That's a, that is merch. Yeah. If, if you're reserved, your community experience will be reserved. If you're vulnerable, your community experience will be real. Yeah. It will be intense. It will be transformative. But that hinges on, whether or not you want to slash are willing to take that step of engagement. Yeah. In anything, you get out of it what you put into it. Mm. If you, if you listener are satisfied with saying that you're a part of our community just because you listen to our content. Awesome. If, if that is what you're looking for out of community and we can provide that to you, wonderful. Fantastic. Wonderful. I would challenge you to think about what would it look like to get more. Because mm. um, that is one thing. We can't, we don't have wells everywhere. We would like to get to a place where we could start them everywhere, but we're not there yet. So we don't have that, but just because you don't have a well, we don't have a well near you doesn't mean we can't put you in a ripple. That's right. Doesn't mean we can't connect you with other people that are like you that are struggling with the same things that are deconstructing in the same ways that you are, that are wrestling with faith and the questions of faith and the narrative of faith in the same way that you are to encourage you and help you and provide you hope when you're down and, and be a safe place when you just need to scream. Yeah. I mean, that's what community is. Community in Acts two, it says in day by day, they gathered together. That's more than one day a week. That's living life together. Yep. That's being in genuine community in faith, seeing people on their good days and their bad days. Nobody's trying to put it on a facade. Nobody's asking you to put it on a facade. Community is not a place to be fake. If we're creating communities of stoics and calling it community, we've missed the point. Stoicism's not community. If you got to put the happy face on and pretend like everything's okay, that's not community. If community is not a place where you can walk in and just go, dude, I'm pissed. Yep. It's not community. 
If community's not a place where you can bust through the door, bawling your eyes out, and be met with, with people who love you, yeah. it's not community. It's something else. And I think the difference is, I've been wrestling with this, like what's the difference here between like a friendship and a community or like a group of friends and a community? And I don't know, I've got really good friends and I've got really bad friends. Mm-hmm. Truth is, I feel like I'm probably a really good friend to some people and a really bad friend to others, right? I mean, it, it goes That's both ways. It, it goes both ways. But like, I probably have, I don't know, maybe three friends that I could call literally at any moment Mm. and they would answer. I've probably got more than that that would do the same thing that I met in a church community. But we're not close. But like just because the community is strong, they would do that. Yeah, I mean... I saw this quote the other day and I thought it really summed up like what community is and should be. It says, when someone helps you while they're struggling too, that's not help, that's love. Amen. If that's not what a community is, I don't know. Yeah. Community is the place, not the place you go to when things are great. It's fine to go to it when things are great. We love that. Community does celebrate. We pride ourselves on celebration at Wellhouse, but community is really there for the times when things aren't good. Mm. Community is there to be a place of hope, a safe haven, a place of tranquility, a place of safety. Yep. Community is supposed to be the place where you need to go, where when, you, when you're running and you need to go somewhere because life's really bad. Community is supposed to feel like home. Yes. Everyone wants to feel safe in their home. Everyone deserves to feel safe in their home. Everyone deserves to feel safe in community. Yeah, absolutely. Community, I'm just going to say it. We've got to take that word back. Yeah. Where it's headed, we're degrading community with every the passing idea. day. Community. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Um, it's starting to become a word that is interchangeable with group or. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, group. Group. Yeah. And that's just not. It's not what it means. It's not what it means. It's not what it was ever meant to mean. It's not what it's supposed to mean. 
But because we, capital C Church, have done a bad job of making community what it's supposed to be, the word got misused, misinterpreted, and now is not what it was supposed to be. Well, and I think it's more than just that. If we're honest, how many churches in the late 90s, early 2000s that was like popped up like Faith Community Church, Crossroads Community Fellowship, or like some random name that had community in it? And then what happens when people show up there and it's not genuine community? Well... (laughs) So I heard this comedian. He is a comedian that happens to also be a Christian. That's what he likes to say. Who is uh, this? I can't remember his name. The redhead? No. Oh. No. Not Bob? Not not Bob. Bob Smiley. No, Bob not him. Bob Smiley. Not him. Um, he did a dry bar comedy special not too long ago. Okay. Um, but he was telling this story about how he got up, got the kids up, and... They, he and his family were driving to church and they're pulling in and he and his wife are like screaming at each other. They get out and then everything's fine. Yep. They're fine. Yep. They're like, hey, how are you? How are you? Yep. Right. Just totally fake. And you know that that is about a third of the married couples going to church on Sunday mornings. Probably more than that. Probably, I was being conservative. Yeah, right? probably more than that. If 50% of marriages end up in divorce, probably more than that. Okay, so... Probably a third of the ones that don't end up in divorce <laughs> are, are not doing that. Yeah, so let's, I don't know, 60%, right? Yeah, something like that, I would say. is probably safe. That is so common. And yet, when you go into church, everyone's acting like it didn't just happen. Yep. When we could just be honest and say, this happens, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's figure out how to not do this. Let's figure out how to make this trip to church less stressful so that we don't end up screaming at each other. Um, I don't, I don't know why we can't get it through our heads to just talk about things, to be vulnerable and create this level of safety and community. Well, you just hit the nail on the head. People don't want to be vulnerable. Exactly. But it's something that is so necessary for a healthy life. Yeah, um, but I get the fear. Sure. Because just think about your own levels of vulnerability. I mean, at certain levels of vulnerability, I'm revealing certain pieces of myself. At ultimate vulnerability, I've revealed to you my trauma. Yep. You know the deepest way to hurt me now. And I've given you that power mm-hmm. because I trust you. I'm a six, dude. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. Like, I have had to do so much work on myself over the last, like, three years to become an open, honest, vulnerable person. Yeah. Because I am afraid I am genuinely afraid sometimes that if I give somebody this piece of me that is so deep and personal to me, that you're going to turn around and use it against me. When why do, why do you feel that way? 
because it's history has told you that that's what happens because it happens. That's how we end up with faulty communities. That's right. That's how we end up with communities being the place where people just want to follow a podcast along and attend a live show once every five years and follow a Facebook group because I'm comfortable with that level of vulnerability. Yep. But I'm also only getting out that level of community in that scenario. I haven't gained anyone that I can go to when I'm distraught. So church, what we got to do is remember that information is not transformation. Transformation happens in true community. Transformation, restoration, only comes through community, through relationships. You can't have solid relationships without vulnerability. So, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to open up. I get it, it's hard. But research shows time and time again that vulnerability is the only way to overcome shame, to overcome regret. Because you find people that are struggling with the exact same thing that you are. And you don't find those people unless you talk to people. You open up about it.